you like retro video games, then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. We also want to shout out our other fine patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond, Derek Shirley, Kathy Gutierrez-Figueroa, Old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. Let's do it. It is time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. I I personally, I don't know about you guys, but I am more yoked than egg drop soup. How about that? <laughs> and the funny thing, egg drop soup is what they called me in high school because I look like an egg that you dropped and I love soup. So that's that's why. That's my nickname. This is a great intro. I should do this more often. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look man look at least i'm trying bits okay that's what this is we egg drop it soup is bits. what jacob's bath water looks like when he gets oh that's, uh, I, thought was, I thought that would be hot and spicy that's like, <laughs> yeah. a hot spicy intro yeah hot and spicy beef that that man that you heard just then is uh, a personal favorite comic of mine he's a he's a new york comic that's uh, all over the comedy club scene. You might know him from the Tuesdays with Stories podcast. Well, I'm a huge fucking Tuesday. Oh, uh, nice. you, might, you might know him from Panic Attacking podcast. That's his podcast. And uh, yeah, he has a whole bunch of dates that we'll rattle off at the end of the show. It could only be Andrew Chavone. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being a fan, man. I had no idea. This is great. Absolutely, dude. Um, what do you feel about egg drop soup? Yay or nay? Uh, I do. I like it because I feel like I'm getting protein, you know, like with the egg. I don't know what the part is the drop, but is that like sugar or something? But I like the egg part. Why is know. it called egg drop soup? They just drop an egg in it? or I think that that's how, how you works? make it. You just you drop it on the fucking floor and then you mop it up and rinse it out. <laughs> the, shit, the shit's gross. You just make a mess. Yeah. It's just, egg drop soup smells like a propane leak. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not a big fan, to be honest. <laughs> How did we get there? I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I don't know what what egg dishes do you frequent, Andrew? Are there? Do you, are you an egg guy? Eggs in the morning, eggs in the morning. You know, yeah, like on the weekends, I'll be like, oh, I'll make some eggs, and then I'll just be yeah. like, gross. You know, like I don't know how to cook them. They're overcooked or burned on one side, and they get that clear mm. like plastic film when I make eggs. You ever see that? Where if you no, scramble I haven't eggs, fucked, I haven't too... fucked eggs up that much to see. That. Oh. <laughs> And then I and then I have to eat them. I'm like, I guess I'll eat these, and then I'm really grossed out, and then I'll go to McDonald's. I, I think just, that's a you problem. You just don't know how to make eggs. I've just very recently uh, was able to eat eggs again because I developed an egg allergy about two years ago, which oh, wow. uh, which sucks because I like eggs and I like to eat eggs. And then all of a sudden, I was not able to eat eggs, and that was absolutely terrible. What what happens when you eat them? Uh, it like goes in one end and instantly out the other in <laughs> a much just get immediate diarrhea from yeah, eggs. Pretty much. Oh, oh my God. That, that I can turn like a, a solid into a liquid in less than five minutes. That That's your retard superpower. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's super healing. You're, What's you're my superpower? Diarrhea. I can eat an egg and immediately produce diarrhea. That's what happens. <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, you, Jacob said that your superpower would be like healing really fast. And I was, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if Wolverine didn't have those claws, his superpower just to be healed, you know, like what, yeah. what, what benefit would that have if you're fighting like a monster? Like, he just kills Wolverine and then he just falls down and then he gets back up and then the monster knocks him down again, you know, like, yeah, it wouldn't have any practical ever. benefit. Yeah. Here's that, a question. Be like the, the Dormammu thing, I guess. I've come to bargain until they just get fucking tired of killing Wolverine. 
Oh, yeah, like in Fight Club when the boss doesn't let him uh, print flyers. (laughs) (laughs) Beat up. Yeah, exactly like that. Here's a question for you. What would be the, if you, let's just say all of a sudden you woke up with a superpower. What would be the absolute most useless, worst Uh, superpower you could wake up with? You know, there's some X-Men that have useless superpowers in the movies. Do you you guys watch those? Yeah, for sure. I would think the worst superpower would be I could turn toast back into normal bread. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good. That's good. That's that's a useful tool. (laughs) I don't know. There's um, not an X-Man, but there's a DC hero, a DC superhero named Armfall Off Boy. (laughs) He was he was in the newest Suicide Squad. Yeah, he was in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His his arms arms just fucking fall off. That's it. <laughs> but he did something. At least they they slapped some guys around. Yeah, like uh, sissy fight. the the worst The worst uh, hero was in X Men Three. There was a Asian character that just had spikes come out of his face. They're mm-hmm. like two inch spikes, and all he all he could do was uh, fake hu- hug somebody like he's comforting them, and then the spikes would come out. <laughs> yeah, and he did that one time in the movie, and he was in the movie the whole time, completely useless. I feel. Yeah, like he was just like waiting for the plot of killing that one doctor. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And then and then but it, he was still in the movie. <sighs> See. Which there, is Spike's also... coming slightly out of his face. He's like fighting like uh, a guy who could move metal around. He just has these little spikes. <laughs> that's that's really dangerous if you're trying to get like like if you're sitting on a park bench, that would be a great superpower. To just have the two-inch spikes. Yeah, you if you're like sitting on the subway and you don't want anybody next to you, just boom, like, you know, your spikes come out. <laughs> That's true, yeah. If you want a man spread, and, yeah. <laughs> and you just do the spikes a little bit out. I wonder if he has full body spikes. I don't think he does. I don't, I mean, they didn't show him. Well, I mean, but it would be, would it be weirder to have spikes everywhere but the penis, or would it be weirder to have spikes on the penis? <laughs> That's the age-old question, yeah. <laughs> Spikes in the butthole or no? <laughs> Which one's worse? It depends if, if you're going to prison. But You know what would make that superpower even worse is if he had the spikes, but they went inward. <laughs> oh, inward, yeah. He just dies? <laughs> he, he used it once. <laughs> uh, that's the worst superpower ever. I don't know, t- man. There, there's also an X Men Two that kid who just like changed the TV channel every time he blinked. Like that's all he fucking did was just <laughs> blink and change the channel. Yeah, what was that guy? I don't know. Did he do then, anything else? No, he just got kidnapped. That's it. He got kidnapped and changed the channel with his eyes. <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh no, we got to go get the fucking people back." And it's like we could really just get Colossus out and then leave the fucking rest of them down there. Like, like Colossus is the only one they, they kidnapped that's worth a damn. He carried a TV that one time. Yeah, that's unfortunate. If you're just a mutant, but your power is just completely pointless. I mean, but you're still a mutant, I guess. So you, you can go to that school. <laughs> you can go to the school, but you'll never be in the X Men. Yeah. So when you see the basketball court open up, you'll be like, God damn it, why wasn't I invited? You're desi- I can go change the channel. Out in the field. You're designated to the mail room. That's what your job is at Xavier University. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's like the water boy on the football team is is the guy, is the kid with uh, just the long tongue, you know? He, that, he's just, like, helping out the X-Men, like, getting him some water and, and some bandages with his long tongue. And then... Uh, he's the he's the resident stamp licker. That's his job. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe, yeah, maybe that. They use him like the Flintstones animals. <laughs> You still haven't come up with anything yet, Jacob. Uh, what would your weird superpower oh. be? Ah, dude, my my weird superpower would be um that like no matter what shirt I wear, it it was like I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I was trying to. I was th- I was thinking of a, I was thinking of a bit because I was looking at stripe. I don't know. My useless, my useless superpower would be mm, probably not shitting myself. I mean, that's pretty useful. I mean, if that's a superpower, I've got that. 
Yeah. That's the that's the opposite of the superpower I have now. <laughs> well, if if um, if Jason had that power, his kryptonite would be eggs. Yeah, <laughs> he'd just, he'd just shit himself immediately. He's fighting Eggman. <laughs> what about you, what Andrew? What would your use most useless superpower you could wake up with? What would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Probably just something I could just um, go to the store and do. You know, like maybe uh, I'd have the power to have my nails get shorter, you know, like <laughs> I'd probably just clip those. Watch this. It like your nails just kind of like shrink into your fingers. You just go back a little bit. Maybe <laughs> check it out. What? That's pretty useless. Yeah. I think Jacob's thinking too hard. <laughs> yeah. I think we well, broke it's, him. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Cause I've always thought about like what superpowers I would always want to have. But like what superpowers I wouldn't want to have. I don't know. You Maybe seen... like Oh go up? ahead. No, go ahead, please. I have no Oh, you ever play um Twisted Metal? Like at the end they always have a wish, but it becomes like a twist. Do you guys oh, ever yeah. play that game? Yeah. So like there was one guy who wanted the body of a of a young boy or something, and then uh but he was old, so then <laughs> they just changed his body, but his head was still old. <laughs> You know what I mean? It just sounds like yeah. this this game sounds like something that could be like uh twisted around and, and haunted for the rest of your life. Yeah, that could be a, an interesting question. Like you're granted a superpower, but there's like an evil twist to it. Like you're granted the power of flight, but you know, every time you take flight, you're just like it just uncontrollable diarrhea while you're in flight. <laughs> I love how we go back to the well with that one every it's time. Like, what? Diarrhea makes everything worse. Like <laughs> it really does. Well, I like, mean, mine would never ends. Be, mine would probably be like I could I could have access to any information in the world as long as it was written, because I don't know how to fucking read. So, oh yeah, that's like a Twilight Zone twist. Yeah, where he had the books, yeah, like where his he, glasses. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he broke his glasses, but I'm just illiterate. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't know. I, I that was the one that I could co- only one I could come up with was flight, but uncontrollable flight diarrhea. That's my go-to. Or like, like super strength, but only when you have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you just use it at the most inopportune moments. What about this? You have the power to get laid whenever you want, but you have to be related to the person. <laughs> mm, mm. I could use that. <laughs> That's yeah, a it's a perk for you, I guess. Yeah, I'm from Mississippi, so <laughs> I've got that in the bag. <laughs> oh man, uh, I guess we should stop bullshitting and uh, uh, talk about some some real stuff, Mr. Andrew Chavone. Um, my my introduction to you was on the Tuesdays with Stories podcast. You did the uh, the Patreon special. Oh my god, him. you saw that? That was a nightmare. Yeah, how do you feel about that, by the way? Because a few episodes after that Patreon special, Joe and Mark just talked about like how shit you were. <laughs> well, the, the thing was, my buddy uh, Steve Rogers, who is uh, Steve Big Dick Rogers on the Big Tuesdays. Big Rogers? Yeah, he did it a year ago, and he told me, oh, you just do some stand-up, and they talk to you. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. So I prepared like a quick set, and I had just had a quick story in my pocket. And then they brought me out. Um. Well, first, Joe brought me out as a, uh, did he say like a famous comedian? Oh, Sebastian Maniscalco, who was in town yeah. at Madison Square Garden. So the two of them are uh, at the comedy cellar and they say, guys, uh, we have a special guest. Give it up for Sebastian Maniscalco. And the crowd goes nuts. And then, uh, and then, and then Joe says, just kidding. It's Andrew Chavone. And the crowd goes silent. And then I go up and there's a palpable in the live show confusion and uh hatred for me because <laughs> i'm not sebastian maniscalco i they, the the energy felt like i had prevented sebastian from actually coming on because i wanted to come on <laughs> like that's how confused and angry the energy was and then i got up and i was i thought like they'd set me up for stand-up and they never did they just started asking me questions and then i was on there for like an hour and a half and like yeah. the whole time i'm thinking when am I going to do this stand-up? And then the podcast was over. <laughs> do, you, do you think they did that because you were slowly becoming Joe's new best friend? 
Mark totally sabotaged me. Yeah. And and like I would be telling it the one story I, I had ready. He was like looking at his watch as a joke while I was talking. And, you know, it, it uh, he wasn't like laughing at anything I said. And uh, and and then the worst part was like I, I was done with my story. And then Karen started talking, who was the other guest. And so I was just sitting there. And then uh, Mark goes, Javon, you haven't said anything. And so I was like, oh, and I just like said a joke off the top of my head, but it was bad. And then Mark yeah. was like, oh, you suck. <laughs> and then that started like an avalanche of just me sucking, you know, because I don't know. It was horrible. I, I was it was definitely what I wasn't ready for. And uh, and, and kind of like I had an uphill battle the whole time. Yeah, I I relate to that a lot. I've been in similar situations as that. And as you can probably tell from the podcast so far, I'm not good at thinking of jokes off the top of my head. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like, like having like a live show where you're expected to just kind of come up with bits is like, I don't know, man, it's kind of nightmare fuel. Normally I am, but like uh, the pressure of, of Mark going, hey, you got to say something. I was like, oh, OK, pogs. I, like I, I couldn't. Right. You know, I just tried. To, I wasn't even listening to what they were talking about. Hey, praise Allah, something. your dad's gay. Yeah, <laughs> right, something. right. And then he was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. But, Fuck Mark Norman. How, am I right? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. you're going to start some beef here. No, it, uh, actually, I don't really know him that well, so I can't yeah. say for not or, or whatever. But he, he definitely gave me a hard time on that live episode. And every Tuesdays, I'll get a text that says, Mark, uh, shit on you again. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know him. I don't know him at all. He just keeps shitting on me. But he, I think yeah. he's jealous about me and Joe is the problem. Probably, yeah. I would, I would say so. Uh, you also do the, uh, the podcast with Steve Rogers. When did that start? And uh, what, uh, what kind of stuff do you guys usually cover on that podcast? So sorry, like uh, late 2018, Steve Rogers, um, was doing the Colbert show, you know, what mm. is that called? Late show. He's doing yeah, stand up yeah. on it. So he was like, kind of like, I got nothing. Why don't we have a podcast and I'll promote it when I go on the show. And I'm like, that sounds great. And then, so we recorded it and we planned to, uh, first we, we planned a, um, fun facts show, like about the, like fun facts about the guitar or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we were, and then we recorded two episodes and we just got so uh, nervous about saying facts and focused on facts that there was no banter or chemistry. It was me saying a fact and him saying a fact. And that was the show. So we're like, we were both nervous. Let's talk about how nervous we are. So then that was the theme as we would talk about something that made us nervous uh, that week. And it'd be like a story. And usually it was comedy related. And uh, when he did Colbert, finally he got bumped like 12 times. Colbert chose not to even promote the podcast. So he he uh just just announced Steve date Steve's dates. I guess Colbert didn't want to promote anything online or something. Yeah, dude, fuck Stephen Colbert, <laughs> am I right? Yeah. So then we just kept doing the podcast and then he luckily I mean, fortunately for for us, he he opens for Brian Regan, so we Brian Regan was like our first guest and then we had him on again. And um, and we also had Taylor Tomlinson on and, and all these like comics who were like Brian Regan was famous, but Taylor was still coming up and Steve knew her from from because she used to open for Brian, too. That's awesome, man. Uh, do you think that the, the kind of podcast exposure has helped with uh, with the stand up stuff? No, really, like when we started the podcast, it was only uh, audio and audio podcasts were like the only thing, you know, like even yeah. the thing we're doing now didn't even exist in 2018, which is like mind blowing. Uh, so we were growing from the audio, but then everything switched to video over the pandemic and we couldn't really um, like figure that out and stuff. Like we're still figuring out the video and, and everything, but the video hasn't been growing, but we had like a big spurt when we first started. And then we just kind of, uh, just growing really slowly. Everything else I do grows like way faster. Like I, I went from zero to 60,000 on TikTok in like six months. Jesus that's just Christ. me. I know. <laughs> and were, you, were you just putting on like stand up with the captions like, like people do? I did stand up with the captions. I did like front facing videos where I just like basically read my tweets to the camera and stuff. And, and it was just, 
like some of them just got like five million and then people would follow and stuff. God, and then I would damn, make part dude. twos of the five million one and part threes and and stuff that made people want to like follow and stuff. Take notes, Jacob, so we can get a, grow our yeah, TikTok. <laughs> I haven't even touched TikTok, dude. My my grand scheme is to like hire like an OnlyFans girl out of the podcast fund to like read our material and then maybe people will just like watch it because she has titties. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, I didn't it's know about for... this plan, but I, I'm I'm down for it. I mean, if it, if it whatever works. It worked for or, Baywatch, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> or, or we could just do a close-up of my titties and maybe people will think it's the OnlyFans girl. And then it'll just be me doing like some of my stand-up with captions while there's titties in the background. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get the uh, wrong kind of clientele for that. Nah, dude, we're going to get the right kind of clientele, bro. You know what kind of people listen to this podcast? Degenerates, Jason. And that's who we're trying to attract, is more degenerates. Yeah, you're sexually confused people that are into your boobs. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, you got to be niche in this, in this day and age. You have to be niche. This guy has a retro video gaming podcast talking to me about man titties. Can you believe this? <laughs> I'm bad. But anyways, Andrew, what's, uh, what was your, like, what's one of your favorite weird social interactions you've had lately? Like, what's, what's something that's happened to you lately that's, that's made you, like, while it's happening, think, oh, this is going to be a bit later? Okay, so maybe not a bit, but um, when I, I, went, I was in Des Moines this weekend at the Funny Bone, and I did this club called Teehees on Thursday. And I had to put, I know, what a name. They have a big picture like, of you Michael Jackson like you out tickled? front. Yeah, Teehees. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson's out there. So I had to go from, so I had that show Thursday night and I landed like right before the show. So I put it, had to put it in a lift like Teehees. So yeah, the, this Uber driver picked me up and I had all my luggage and, you know, and and uh, stuff that he drove me to Teehee. So he's like, oh, you're a comedian. And I was like, yeah, I, I am. Because I, I couldn't really lie because I'm going from the airport to a comedy club called Teehee's. It'd be weird if I just got excited to watch a show. You know, I don't know. I couldn't figure <laughs> out a lie. So I, and I don't usually like to say I'm a comic, but I was like, yeah. And he was like super nice. He was like, cool. Good luck, man. And like the perfect interaction you want. And he dropped me off and I'm like, that was cool. So then when I got a ride from the uh, Teehees to the Funny Bone the next day, uh, the Uber driver asked me and I said, oh, I'm, I'm here for comedy. And he goes, let me tell you something about comedy. Oh. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> like, oh, what? And he's like, you got to start out. What do you start out with? And I go, I, I talk about myself. And he goes, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving uber <laughs> i know and he's like ugly and gross you know like i don't know uh and i and i'm like and he's like that's boring what you got to start out with is something shocking and i go what and he goes like you gotta get on stage and talk about how you you drink your own pee and i go <laughs> i go why i you, you can't you can't open if I got, and I said, if I got my Uber and I just started talking about how I drink my own pee, you'd be a little weirded out, right? And he goes, well, you got to have a joke after it. <laughs> what? It's like, I can't win with him. You got, you got nowhere to go when you open with that. I mean, that's just like, where do you go from there? <laughs> you got, where do you go? You got to build up to follow that. This? <laughs> out, out of curiosity, how long was the Uber ride? It took forever. It took forever. This is right at the beginning. He, he gave me some other openers. He, he, I could open with, he literally said, uh, talk about how you, you drove backwards on the highway at 80 miles an hour. And I go, uh, what? And then what? Well, then you have a joke. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Dude, man. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe this is like a new joke formula where you just say something like extremely untrue. And they're just like, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, I went out with my girlfriend the other night. And you'll never believe what happened. <laughs> you have a joke unrelated to the shocking thing you just announced? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It's like, I sucked my dad's dick when I was 12. Anyways, I was on the subway the other day. 
and he gets like condescending. He's like, I know you're just starting out. He doesn't know how long I've been doing it, but you know, you'll get there one day. Never heard a joke I've ever said. And, uh, you know, he's just like microaggressioning me. And when I, when he finally gets to the hotel, he's like, let me get your phone number. And I'm like, why? And he's like, well, if you become famous one day, then I'll have it. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he he skipped autograph and went straight to digits. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, he went to third base in a social situation. So then I'm like, I was thinking, like, I'll give him a fake number. But he goes, put my number in your phone Uh. and hit dial. And I'm in the car. So I oh had to God. do it because he wanted me to get enter. If you like, were at the destination, you should have just yelled, new phone, who this? And run out of the car real quick. Yeah. I was like, how about you open with go fuck yourself and, and <laughs> did, flick him did, off? Did you still give him five stars on Uber? <laughs> yeah, I did because I was scared of him because he has my number now. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, he, he can find you. <laughs> he can finally get me. Yeah, One yeah. Google search, you'd be like, God damn it. This guy was at the Des Moines funny boat. I'm going to get him. Oh, yeah. Man. And then I was getting out of the car and he goes, look at me. And I was like, huh? And he took a photo. <laughs> this guy like, right, sounds like a, like a psychopath murderer. Like he's you're you're on a wall of potential victims right now is what that is. Yeah, it's it's like the Steve Buscemi list in Billy Madison yeah. where he crosses it out with lipstick. <laughs> Look, that's me. <laughs> Dude, this Uber driver sounds exactly like a comedy gatekeeper. Like, I know you're just starting out, but... Yeah, he's such a dick. Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I mean, he's driving and, and Uber. This he's was got, so long. He's got it all figured out. You know, he's got the whole comedy thing figured out if he's driving Uber. And I ask him, I'm like, so have you done comedy? He goes, no, but I'm really funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're cracking me up here. The classic line. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like I, no, I can't. I couldn't say the things that make, make me laugh on stage. I'm too no, edgy. Right. Yeah, he's an edgelord. Yeah, he's an edgelord. So, uh, so yeah, so then all, I get to my hotel. And this is like in the morning. I'm just like pissed at this guy. You know, like this conversation like ruined my whole morning. Like this was sitting. in the morning? Yeah, I'm literally like I, sitting pissed. I, I imagine this happening at like midnight at night. <laughs> like it, it should have. Setting it in broad daylight is even more scary somehow. <laughs> it, 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 it seriously was. It was frightening. Like and the fact that he, like, he was so fat and he was driving a minivan and he had the car, like the driver's seat pulled back because he was so fat. And I'm in the oh back God. and I could like literally like look at him from the side. Because he was so fat, like he came back to the back seat. Oh wow! Surprised he didn't like that... stop the Uber at like a sandwich shop and tell you to go in. Like, get me a couple of meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my uh, driving stru- instructor did in high school. What did you guys ever have one of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys really? Yeah. Did everyone have a fat driving instructor that drove them to like food? Dude, Dude we, uh, we used to go to McDonald's all the time when we'd go out for driving uh, tests and stuff. Like during class, we would just go to McDonald's right down the street and we'd all get McDonald's. It was awesome. <laughs> Dude, what's funny is uh, my driving instructor in high school was actually, he had suffered a stroke. And uh, so one of his legs didn't work, like he his right leg. He, he couldn't hit the pedals, so he was just in the passenger seat, and like he couldn't hit the brake, so he just trusted us way too much. Oh, uh, well, he's got nothing to lose. He's already like lost his motor functions. I yeah, I know. He's like, I just hope one of these fucking kids take me out. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, he's like, it can't get worse. I mean, can I get more yeah. disabled? I mean, yeah, maybe. but we went to Waterburger every day. Oh, nice. Yeah, you don't have Waterburger up there, do you? No, I don't know what that is. Is that like a, we just have five guys, Shake Shack. Yeah. And that's, so that's really it. Whataburger is Texas in and out is what it is. Okay. Like owned by the same people? No, it's, it's just like the same kind of shit. Like, like in and out like in California is what Whataburger is to like Texas in the South. Oh, gotcha. But you guys have fat burger too, right? No, we don't have uh, fat, no, burger. Don't. fat burger. Oh, you yeah. don't have fat burger. No. Okay. We have just uh, a myth. We have Whataburger, Sonic, uh, McDonald's, occasionally a Hardee's, <laughs> and uh, oh, really? They still have them? Oh my god! Every yeah, once not, in a while, not Carl's Jr. Though Hardee's. 
Yeah. It's Hardee's oh. down here. And we have right. checkers, not rallies. <laughs> Every time I, is, we say Hardee's, I keep thinking of the governor when he says Hardee's. Fuck you, Hardee's. <laughs> uh, we have, um, we also have, we also have checkers, and we, at the New Jersey rest stops, they have Roy, Roy Rogers. What the hell? Uh, Rogers. A variation of Hardee's. Well, um, so Hardee's is Carl's Jr. Checkers is rallies. I thought Roy Rogers was a drink. No, that's Rob Roy. <laughs> oh, Rob Roy. My bad. I Wasn't thought... Roy Rogers a cowboy? He was a cowboy, yeah, and he had his own, like, chicken burger place. Really? Like Kenny Rogers Roasters? <laughs> yeah, Kenny Ro- yeah, exactly. They just, they just buddy up with, like, hillbillies. Oh, nice. Hell yeah, dude. I'm with it. Yeah, and it literally has burgers and fried chicken. Like the two unhealthiest things at once is Roy Rogers. And I grew up with one, but that turned into a Hardy. So I thought maybe Hardy's bought them out, but I guess they're still around. Yeah, but you guys have White yeah. Castle, don't you? Yeah, it's bad. I don't like that place. Yeah, we have it's literally like a, like a sliver of ham is the burger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's literally a hamburger. Yeah, we have crystals. <laughs> we have crystals, yeah, which is like the southern, yeah. southern equivalent of White Castle. Do you all have Bojangles? Or is that only like I think the there's East one Coast in Mobile. I, I don't think we have one here, though. No, that's Fusaklis. That... We don't have a Bojangles. That's Fusaklis. Fusaklis? Oh, wow. I haven't heard that. See, one. Eddie was Fus- talking about Fusaklis last week, and I wanted to ask him, like, is it just me, or does the name Fusaklis sound slightly, uh, uh, it sounds slightly racist? If it's F you, yeah. <laughs> like, Fu Manchu. <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought it sounded slightly erotic. What? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe chicken fingers just turned me on. That's like a uh, version of uh, martial arts where they only hit a guy in the balls. Like, F you, Sack. Sack <laughs> <laughs> foo. I've never had it, though. Uh, the only, uh, we have Raising Cane's here. That's, that's like our only real chicken, yeah. chicken finger place around here. I mean, we have Popeye's and stuff like that. But Chicken Fingers, we just have Raising Cane's. Have you seen the Nathan Fielder's new show on HBO? No. No, I haven't. It's, it's called The Rehearsal, and episode three, he, the, re, the whole point of it is to like, put people in awkward situations but, so they can rehearse it. So he like re, re, he hires actors that look like the person that people want to confront, and he like has a replica of the place that they want to do it in. And he did Raising Canes for this last episode, and he hired a whole staff <laughs> work oh my God. While, while this guy's practicing saying what he wants to say to his brother. And it looked really good. Like, I'm watching it getting really hungry. <laughs> it looked amazing. And I never heard of the place. And then the next day, you, you mentioned it. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So dude. How do you feel about gas station food? Because Jacob is <sighs> all about gas station food. No, 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 no. You have to preface, okay? So, Andrew. We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to BeResCoffeeCo.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. We live in the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, right? Oh, wow. It's a very different place from where you live. The gas stations where you live don't get food from there, but the gas stations in South Mississippi, Andrew, they are safe. They're a safe place. They're not safe. Okay? They are full of old black women cooking. It's so safe. Oh, it's big. It's like well-staffed. Well-staffed. There's like a whole fucking buffet of fried chicken, ribs. I'll I'll preface it by saying this. There there are certain gas stations you can get food from (laughs) that you feel relatively safe eating from. But the majority, no, you're going to get you're going to get some kind of stomach worm. (laughs) Hard disagree. You know, what's funny is I think you're right about the um, what is it called? Longitude. Like, I think the further up north, the scarier the gas station food is because I'm from Virginia and and it's kind of like almost there where you can get like a decent like sandwich at your gas station. But that's we can't get like really good hot food like you guys. 
but I can, it's, but every, every like state you go down, the gas stations do get bigger and, and, and more staff works there. So, See, uh, this is the way I look at it. If you walk into a gas station, especially one in the South and they actually have a dedicated entire like uh, uh kitchen w- when they have like tables that you can sit at and eat, that's probably a pretty good place to eat. Yeah, but, that's wow. the place I'm talking about, dude. No, I'm talking about the places that like are just sketchy as hell. Like, okay, <laughs> it's yeah. like Phil's gas station, and it's like, <laughs> hey, I know Phil. All right, <laughs> Phil's a pretty cool guy, and he's got like a crispy, crunchy chicken sign out front, and you walk in, yeah. and it's just like, 100%. no, I'm not. Eating. And there's oh, crispy, so crunchy bad? chicken as advertised. Yeah, crispy. Uh, well, all we, with K's, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. gosh, crispy, crunchy, and chicken, all with K's. All the napkins have three holes in them. <laughs> you can wear it. You can wear the napkins out. Uh, 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 Andrew, where's where's the place that closest to Mississippi that you've done stand up? Oh my God! Well, I just did Iowa. Is that close? No, not even no. No, I, I have family in Iowa, though. I have family in uh, Osceola, which is about 30 minutes from Des Moines. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Well, going back to the gas station, the I went. So I've been opening for Emma Willman. She's been touring all the funny bones. Mm-hmm. And we went to this place in, in Michigan, which is the most north I performed. And we went to the gas station and she's like, I'll get a sandwich here. It's probably good. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, no. And she ate it. And uh, the next day, she's like, I have the worst diarrhea. And I'm like, he ate that gas station sandwich. She couldn't yeah. piece the two together. I'm like, that, that is the culprit, is the gas station sandwich. No, but, I get it. I do the same thing, but I never put it together. But I think further north, it's the, the diarrhea. I think they're used to it <laughs> yeah. up there. They're yeah. used to eating at gas station. You know, like how in third world countries, you get used to the plague water or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Like. <laughs> Like, if you live in Flint, then you can just drink lead. Yeah, right, right. And if you live in Flint, you can eat at the gas station and be okay, too. But Right, yeah. And it's also just lead. <laughs> You're fucking eating. <laughs> but, uh, um, the, further, the further south, I think, is Richmond. I perform there. So Okay. I've never, I've never been as far north as Richmond. But when you, when you start getting down to Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, like, you'll walk into a gas station and look. There's around like about 20 minutes away, there's a, a, a Vietnamese lady who owns this little rundown Texaco who sells the best Chinese food out of there that I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, wow. And now a less courageous man would not trust this Chinese food from this obviously Vietnamese lady in the rundown Texaco. But I have balls and a stomach and an asshole of steel, Andrew Chavone. <laughs> so I trusted this lady. And it's the best decision I've ever had. Like, that's a regular spot for me. It's like this hidden gym in the middle of nowhere. Well, she probably still, she probably lives there too. So it's like home cooked meal, technically. You probably. Live in a gas station. And I can guarantee you the health, the health inspector does not even know that place exists. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. That's what it sounds why, like. Why would you even trust health inspectors? Okay. That's a racket. <laughs> I've seen Ratatouille. It's all, <laughs> exactly, it's all a scam. Dude. We just we should make a ratatouille a sequel of ratatouille, but like with a cockroach to just kind of get rid of the stigma, right? <laughs> they should. That should be ratatouille too. They're helping cockatouille. How about that? Um, it just occurred to me you probably have you ever eaten at a Waffle House? Oh yeah, yeah, they got those in Virginia. We eat them. <sighs> it's it's amazing. And Jim Gaffigan has the best Waffle House material. It's so true that the sign always has the W out. And he says, I'm tired of eating at the awful house. <laughs> and then he, I think he says that the chef smoked cigarettes or something, which is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll see them outside. Like we have waffle houses all over the place down here. And you'll drive up to one like late at night and you pull into the parking lot and every, all the staff is just outside. <laughs> Cranking <smoking>. smokes. <laughs> you get out of the car and they're like, fuck. And you walk in, you're like, this meal's <laughs> and, gonna be good. <laughs> and then they don't put out their cigarette, they just leave it lit and put it behind their ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it That's, smells like burnt toast and cigarettes in that place. I was listening to a podcast the other day and I don't remember who it was, but they were they said they should just have a sign in Waffle House that they point to that just says, Dude, you're in Waffle House. 
And like every time somebody has a problem with something, they just they don't even say anything. They just point at the sign because yeah, yeah. I I'm mean, you. you can't really complain about anything because, dude, you're in Waffle House, right? But people do, and people people. Uh, I live right by a McDonald's. People complain at that McDonald's all the time, like they're at a Michelin restaurant. They're like, <laughs> they're like the fries were cold. I'm like, they're one dollar, man. Like move it. I'm, I'm I need to order my cold fries. Like get out of the way. Dude, I I worked at McDonald's a few years ago. It was 2018, so I guess about four years ago now. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome! And uh, yeah, I got in trouble for eating old French fries. Yeah, they don't like. I worked at a restaurant too, and they got they got mad at me for that. And I'm like, what Dude, is I going used to on work here? for the. Like, hard they'd rather rock... me just toss them in the trash. I used to right, work for the exactly. Hard Rock Cafe, and they, they like if you got caught eating anything, like if, if it was something was messed up or something, you you got either written up and then eventually fired. Like even with like, I would work like 12, 14 hour shifts, and you didn't eat for free. You had to pay to eat. Yes. When you're on break, and it's like if you try to sneak something to eat because you're starving from working a twelve hour <laughs> shift, you're gonna get in trouble. Like that's give shitty. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think because the, the logic behind it is they don't want you to mess up a meal on purpose so you can eat it or something. I guess. Is that but logic, still, that's or? like wasting I food. I know. Yeah. It's it like when I worked at, at McDonald's, it was the it was the best, like, uh, what do you call it? Like mutual, like benef- mutually beneficial relationship for me because you had to throw out a batch of fries every seven minutes. But there's still fucking fries there, so I would just put them in a bag and eat the old seven-minute fries and then make new fries. But then you got in trouble for that? Yeah, because they just saw me with a giant bag of fries, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, no, I'm winning, I promise. You should have been more savvy, like put them in a garbage bag and put them outside. (laughs) Yeah. Then went out there. Yeah, dude. Put them in the trunk of your car, car, walk out there every once in a while, grab a handful, you know. (laughs) Yeah, right. Should have did it like Shawshank, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Right. I went to McDonald's the other night, and the the fries were, like, so salty, I couldn't even eat them. Like, I literally... felt my blood pressure going up as I was eating. I was like, I can't eat these. I will die if I eat these. Yeah, sometimes it happens to me, too. I don't know if, if just there's too much crank going on in the, the fry cook system when they're frying it, when they salt it up. But I've had that, too. I still eat it, though. I'm so hungry. I can't. Like, there's... If it's too salty, I can't eat it. Like I literally can feel my blood pressure going up. I'm like, no, I'm going to pass out if I eat this. Dude, and there's so much like regulation with how you make fries at McDonald's because they know that's their thing. So when you work at the fry station at McDonald's, they're like, you have to do it this fucking way. And you're supposed to only do like one little whoosh of the salt thing. Just one, like barely any salt at all for an entire batch. So that must have been a chef being like, I'm about to finesse this shit (laughs) and make the best fries you've ever had. You like Emerald Legacy. These fries were so salty. They were just gritty. <laughs> it was like they were covered in sand. There was so much salt. <laughs> what, here, what, what do you think is your lowest restaurant moment? Because I have mine off the top of my head. My, my lowest restaurant moment is, is one time, it was at a Waffle House. Uh, there, was, there was this crackhead waitress, missing teeth, like had track marks on her and shit. And uh, I'll admit it, I, I flirted with her to get free grits. Oh, and it worked? It worked. I got free grits and I got her number. That was the lowest moment? That sounds like a like a win. It yeah. sounds like a win, but it's just, I don't know. I felt gross afterwards because I was like, I'm never going to call this lady. And she, she probably thinks I have money for crack and I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I just wanted the grits. Instead of a gold digger, she's a grit digger. <laughs> she's a grit. <laughs> I, I would your... be the grit digger. I'm a you grit would, digger. yeah, that's true. You're using her for her for her. Uh, Speaking of grits, wheat. Speaking of grits, Andrew, <laughs> since you're you're from up north, do you know the proper way to eat grits? You know that that was like a new thing for me. Like I live right on the border of Gritville. I think like it's hash browns on one side of the county and grits on the other. Like that's the other <laughs> option, right? Is, is hash browns or grits? Yeah. And if you get grits, just spread the word amongst your, your northern brethren. It's just salt, pepper, and butter. That's all you don't put sugar in it. People that put sugar yeah. in their grits are wrong. They're just wrong. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think sugar, Jacob's... I don't like sugar. You guys probably like sugar in your spaghetti and pizza or oh, something, right? Oh, no. okay, yeah, for then. sure. Jacob wants sugar. <laughs> Jacob will eat a bag of sugar. <laughs> yeah. What about Splenda and grits? Does that change anything? Ew. Oh. Less calories. Less calories, zero carbs. How about that? <laughs> I feel like there's like some kind of happy vegan somewhere. It's like finally. They mentioned the Splenda and the Grits. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my lowest uh, restaurant moment. I don't think I've ever done anything shady for free food before. <laughs> Dude, I've done plenty of shady shit for free food. <laughs> I mean, when I worked in restaurants, we always traded food with other restaurants. Like, when yeah. I worked at a, at a pizza restaurant, we used to call up this, uh, this place called Steakout. And it was like a delivery mm. for, like, they would literally, like, deliver steaks. Like, this was back in the 90s, and we used to trade uh, pizzas for, like, steaks and hamburgers and stuff, but I've never done anything shady for, for free food before. I, uh, the first time I ate after the pandemic, or, like, the pandemic was still happening, so this was outside. I went to, uh, like, a, like, a fancy spaghetti place with, with uh, my ex, and I was, like, all excited, and then, like, there was just, like, a little bit of sauce on the spaghetti, and I never have done this, but I think I was just so, like, upset that it was expensive and I hadn't eaten at a restaurant in like a year that I was like, I just told the waiter, I'm like, can I get more sauce? And then the, the, he leaves and the chef comes out and goes, what was wrong? And I go, <laughs> I, go I, I, I don't know. I would have to talk to you. <laughs> I just wanted more sauce. And he goes, sauce. I go, yeah, it's not like a lot. And he storms away, comes back and he goes, is that better? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I guess that was my bad, huh? He like says it so like, yeah, I, such venom. I'm not eating that <laughs> after after right. that. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, now the meal's ruined. I just thought the waiter would come and slop some extra sauce on and give it back to me. I didn't know like I would cause like an incident and like <laughs> this guy was gonna poison my food. <laughs> that sauce is that sauce is forty percent saliva. At that point, yeah. I hopefully, hopefully that's the only fluid. <laughs> yeah, right. How long did he have your plate? Jesus I don't Christ. know. It was a while. Oh no! <laughs> if, it's, if it's more than three minutes, you're in danger. There's definitely some ejaculate in there. Oh, oh! Well, that was my lowest moment. I was like, I should have just left or something. I don't know what I what, what would you what would you have guys have done? Just ate the, the lightly soft food and and killed yourself? Or I would have fist fought him. We do things differently here. <laughs> In South Mississippi. You're not you're not giving me shit about wanting more sauce on my plate, motherfucker. We're gonna fight. Dude, we live in a place where there are certain waffle houses you don't go to because you will get shot if you go to these certain waffle houses. Like that that's what we're talking about here. People people get shot over bad food. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, though literally a place in Biloxi, this this waitress got her head blown off because she asked the guy to stop smoking in the waffle house and he just fucking shot her head off. Oh my god! Yeah, that's the carry state, so they don't yeah, like to be dude, told what to do. No. Yeah, there's there's guns everywhere, man. You know, they don't like to be told to put out a cigarette. They don't like to be told to put a vaccine in their body. You know, like <laughs> yeah, dude. no rules, dude. That's how I got autism was getting the vaccine. <laughs> 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 that's how I got my super healing power. <laughs> but um. Oh fuck! I was gonna I was gonna say something else. Jason, what you got? I forgot I forgot the the lead on I was gonna. Do. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just coming up with scenarios to ask. Like, uh... oh shit! I remember now. Uh, this one time, I went on the road with about six different guys, right? Which is a horrible idea for a tour. I made no fucking money. So it was the last night of this little tour that we went on. And I had 20 bucks in my pocket because we weren't making any money. We had to split all the money six ways. That's brutal. And uh, one of the guys who put on the tour said, whoever has the set of the night tonight, I'm going to buy you a free hot dog at the hot dog cart down the street. And when I tell you, I lit that fucking room up with that hot dog as motivation. That's better than a carrot. Yeah. For me, it definitely is, dude. Like, I don't even know what a carrot looks like, but you dangle a big old wiener in front of my face, and I'll give you some comedy, Daddy. Anyway, that's... that's. Was this a lucky dog, or what kind of hot dog was this? 
No, there's this guy, there's this hibachi hot dog guy on this corner that has this fucking giant <laughs> hibachi grill, and he mm. just throws some sausages on there and throws some onions and fucking scrambles it up. Oh, that's awesome. Where was yeah. this? Biloxi, you said? It, this was in Mobile, actually. Mobile? Okay. Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Hibachi you should definitely go dog. to the hot dog carts there. I would eat at a, at a hibachi hot dog place. That actually sounds kind of good. Do you all have chain comedy clubs down there, like the improv and... Hell not, nah, dude. Okay, that's why I don't think I go down there. No, it's what's, it's what, definitely why. What's down there? Comedy zones? Uh, Do you well, have there, anything? There's some comedy no. places in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and um, what's the big star place up in uh Oh, the, the Stardome in Huntsville. Stardome, yeah. Stardome, so okay. The nearest comedy club to us is about two hours away, and uh, they're all independently owned. They're not chains. So, like, we have Comedy House in New Orleans, uh, both Mark, Mark and Joe have done Club 337 in Lafayette. Mark just came from there. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll ask you. Uh, yeah. And then the, the, the Stardome in Huntsville, that, that's mainly a black club. They, they've had Earthquake there. Um, Damon Williams, people like that. Uh, Gary Owens went there. Is it a giant place? Stardome makes it sound like it's huge. It's like a 360-seater. Oh my god, that's humongous! It's very big for a comedy club. Yeah, it's like in between a club and a theater, basically. Oh wow! Yeah, I haven't performed there. I I don't suck enough dick. <laughs> Get into that, those kind of clubs. It's one of those things where it's like I present people with my merits as a comedian, and they're like, "Who do you know?" So yeah, I haven't I haven't ever performed there. Well, you got your standards, you know, your morals. Not really. I do. I'd rather I, do the stardom. Before we we leave tonight, I do have a rant I wanted to go on. Uh, not necessarily a rant, but I want to ask you guys what you would do in this situation. So yesterday, I had to go drop something off at uh, at Walmart, and I came out into the parking lot, and I I have just like I, I don't have it. I just have like some water in my hand or whatever, and I'm walking. And the guy, you know, with the uh, the electronic push cart thing, where he's got like mm-hmm. eight hundred carts in front of this thing or whatever, and it's he's got it up far enough to where I can get out of my parking space, okay? And I'm getting in my car, me and this guy lock eyes, and I'm just like, hey, how you doing? You know, whatever. Get in my car, and to be an asshole, he moves the carts directly behind my car, so I can't get out, and then he just disappears. Oh man, that's like, like a troll move. And I get out. I'm like, what is what happened? Why? Because I get in the car and I put it in reverse, and my you know my uh, backup camera comes on, and I see carts behind my car. I'm like, all right, well I guess I'll just wait and see what if he's gonna move these things. So I'm there for like two or three minutes. I'm like, what the hell? So I get out of my car and look around. I'm like, hey, cart guy, and nowhere. He like disappeared, and luckily. Next to me, there was no car in the stall next to me, so I had to do like an 85-point turn to get out of the parking space. You couldn't push the carts away? No, because it was one of those machines, you know, the push cart machines that had like 85 carts in front of it. I'm like, he just left it and just walked off, and I'm like locked in my parking space. Like, why why am I the victim of people's assholery? Like, what did I do? You must have did something to make him mad. You must have did something to boil a cart what, guy's blood. What possibly could I have done to this this poor cart guy? I mean, I understand your job sucks and you probably hate it, but what did I do? Do I just did look you like have an asshole? Cart? What what'd you do with your cart? I that's didn't have right. one. Like I said, all I had was like a little case of water in my hand. Well, that's probably why I got mad. <laughs> yeah, my carts aren't good enough for you. Huh? Yeah. You're not supporting my economy. No, I would have gone all Oprah with the carts and just gone to the front of the line and started pushing them all through the parking lot. You get a cart. You get a cart. Or I could have just like slammed it in reverse and just like ran over the cart machine. I could have done that. I don't know, dude. I'm petty enough where I would have like put them all upside down in the parking lot. (laughs) Just flip (laughs) them all over so that way he has to do it again. There's an old episode of. There's an old episode of Bees and Butthead where they uh, are just riding around in a cart and they get hit and the guy gets nervous and gives them like 10 bucks and they go, whoa, that's awesome. So then they just purposely try to do that. Like Butthead gets in a cart and gets behind a car and the guy looks 
behind and goes, what are you doing? And Butthead goes, give me some money. So then the guy <laughs> has to do like a 20 point turn and hits Beavis and drives away. But that's reminds me of uh, your situation. Just leaving a cart out there. Maybe he wanted a lawsuit. I don't know. I don't he knocked know. over his cars. Do those, ma- do those cart machines like, do they, they run on like, you know, like a, a button or something. Cause like I could have gotten out and just like hit the button and walked off and just <laughs> like let that thing go yeah. like by itself through the parking lot. No, I think they run on spite. <laughs> <laughs> they just run on pure hatred of people. I just I don't know what to do in those situations. Like the Terminator. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, why me? That's what I'm, I'm saying that's the ultimate troll move because it's not illegal. It's really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> and, like know, I, what are you going to do? Because I got in the car. There were no carts behind me. He was like a good 15 feet away, enough for me to get out of my parking lot, parking spot and go. <clears throat> and in the time it took me to put the water in my car in the passenger seat, go around, get in the car, start it up, put it in reverse, all the carts were sitting right behind me. So I'm It like, really sounds like a YouTube, like, you know, those YouTube prank people. It sounds like somebody did that to you and somebody was filming you and laughing. Probably. As you were putting your water away all angrily. I, I literally, I had to do like a 50-point turn. To get out of my parking spot. Like, it was so stupid. Like, this is, why me? Like, why does this shit happen to me? I don't know what I did. Did I piss off the universe or something? I just, I don't know. Boomer problems, dude. Yeah. I'm not uh, a boomer asshole. I mean, you're fucking close. No, I'm but... not. I'm not even Anyways, close. we need to start wrapping this episode up. Uh, it's getting past Jason's bedtime here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Andrew, buddy, thanks so much for coming on the podcast, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And Jacob, a little better than the live episode, huh? I did a little better. You did. You did much better. So I don't better. suck, everybody. I don't suck. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> don't listen suck. to Mark Norman. I didn't mind the live app. I didn't mind. But you, but you, you are one of my favorite uh, uh, comics uh, around. Um, Tell people, do you have any dates? Where can people find you on the social medias? So I just finished a big run. I, I did like like 10 cities. I'm exhausted. I have a whole month off, so I got nothing to plug now, but I'm going to release a YouTube special at the end of the year. So what? go to my YouTube. Ooh. If I get a thousand subscribers by the winner, then I'm doing it because that's when you can monetize and everything. So I got, I'm up to 200 now. I only need 800 to go. <laughs> well, you know what? Open Micros Podcast fans, go fucking subscribe to uh, Andrew Chavone's YouTube so that we can get uh, one of those cool little free comedy specials. Hell Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And, uh, and I already got clips on there, so you can check out clips for free. And I'm asking literally nothing but the click the subscribe. And that's it. So I'm excited. I think I'm, I'm talking to Joe List. I, I joked around, but he was kind of into it. Like a Joe List presents Andrew Chavone. Oh, wow. No, that would be really fucking awesome. Actually. That's cool. Yeah, I'll you know, uh, I'll look it up on YouTube and I'll put the link in our uh, in the show notes for the show here. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely, thank you dude. so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, you guys are awesome. So I'll just leave, or uh, no, just hang on for for a minute. Jacob, you got anything that uh, you want to promote before we get out of here? Uh yeah, dude. Just that our contest winners are being announced at oh. the end of our August first episode, which is right now, dude. Our awesome. contests are fucking over. So we had two contests going on, right? One for the best, funniest review on any platform that got sent to us. Jason, I think you know the winner to that one. It's Robbie Hennig, guys. Oh, yeah. Robbie oh, nice. Hennig left us a very funny review. If you want to look that up, Jason, while I announce the winner to the, uh, uh, the other contest. Where did he quick. post that at? He, uh, he sent it to our Instagram DMs. want to go. Fuck it. I'm going to end up doing that anyways. But... Uh, <laughs> We also had a raffle going on to win free merch for our WXXV Best Local Podcast nomination. If you nominated us for Best Local Podcast and sent us a screenshot, you got entered in a raffle to win free merch. I have a random number uh, generator here, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. And the number that it correlates to will win the merch. And it is Amy at Faye on Twitter. Amy, you won free merch. Oh, so awesome. I will DM you. Uh, do you know Amy? Yeah, yeah, we we follow each other on Twitter, and uh, I don't know if we really know each other in real life, but we we talk a lot on Twitter. 
Awesome. Well, Amy, I will uh, DM you asking for your shipping information so that I can send you some free shit. And uh, I got Robbie's review here. He says, a couple of funny fellows with hilarious takes on regular life shit and everything in between. Always supporting and giving positive vibes for all artists and entertainers. One is bald, and one apparently has a problem with his bowels. You decide which is which. Seriously, thanks for the laugh in this crazy world. Thank you, Robbie Hennig from the Old Rob Podcast. Go check, check them out over there. It's a great podcast. One of the funniest podcasts on the planet. And uh, nice. so thanks, Robbie. And you win a sticker pack. Good, sir. Cool. But uh, yeah. we're ready to call it an evening, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, that'll do us. All right. If you would All like right. to email us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com, at openmikers on Instagram and Twitter, and also uh, go to patreon.com slash ompodcast to help us out every single month, and it helps keep the lights on here at the show. And thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week.